Hey, it's Mo Egger. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to love Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three locations in Northern Kentucky, Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Each one of them has 4K TVs all over the place. And at Long Necks, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection. And the menu at Long Necks is awesome, but you've got to try their wings. No matter who your team is, you'll find them at Long Necks. This college basketball season, swing by Long Neck Sports Grill. Stay late. Come often. Kyrie Thompson is with us. He is uh, one of the hosts of the Believe in Ravens podcast on the Believe Network. Does it with uh, former Ravens uh, tight end Daniel Wilcox. I-, I appreciate the time, Kyrie. Let me start with this. Uh, Ravens win week one. The The result was what we expected over Houston, 25-9. to The The game, I think, for the most part, played out the way most expected. Uh, what went right for Baltimore? What went wrong? I would absolutely agree. It played out more or less the way that you would have figured. It's week one of the NFL season, so to an extent, everything, anything can happen. The, the Texans hung in there, I would say, but ultimately this held true. The offensive line for the Texans was injured, a bit beleaguered, and the Ravens came after them, and particularly young quarterback C.J. Stroud, who I think handled things relatively well under the circumstances, but it was just too much for, for that offensive line, for that roster to really withstand on the defensive end. And then offensively, the Ravens, it wasn't the greatest game for Lamar Jackson. I have some thoughts on, on why that is, but Zay Flowers looked like an absolute star. I mean, yards after the catch, nobody could tackle him, nobody could cover him, and then they were able to control things on the ground. And, and again, with the short fields and continually you know, forcing the Texans into, into you know, punting the ball, they just had the ball all game. And so in the end, eventually you're going to break through under those circumstances. So the Ravens got in and out largely the way you would expect. So a few weeks ago, Baltimore and Washington play like the greatest preseason game of all time. And the big preseason game winning streak comes to an end. I didn't care so much about that. I cared about what I saw from Zay Flowers in brief glimpses during that game. I know you're a huge fan. Give us an idea of what he's going to bring to this Baltimore offense. Juice. I mean, just pure, unbridled, unfiltered juice. I mean, coming into the draft, people were really focused on his size, right? He's like 5'9", 180 pounds, 183 pounds. He's, he's strong for his size, but people really fixated on that, and that he didn't have the, the upside that other, other guys might have because they were bigger. But when you watch him play, he goes hard every single route. He's quick. He's shifty. He's aggressive. I remember talking to him at his pro day at Boston College, and he just talked about having an attacking mindset even when he's going against air. He is envisioning going after someone. So you can imagine when he gets on the football field, Hmm. he is trying to do damage. And every time he has touched the ball, it, it seems like he's making somebody miss or he's running past somebody. And it seems like he just gets more confident every single time he touches the ball. The other thing is it's not just the screens and the downfield routes. They're handing this guy the ball. He was the best offensive player on the Ravens in week one, and I think they're only going to continue giving him more opportunities to show that he's among the best offensive players on the team. And that's saying something when you've got Lamar Jackson. Uh, You mentioned Lamar's performance against Houston. Maybe not quite as sharp as the Ravens are going to need moving forward. Why do you think that is? Some of it is first week in a new offense. Remember, they switched offensive coordinators from Greg Roman, who was really run heavy and emphasized the tight ends a lot, to something that is a little bit more 
downfield, with, it spread you out, throw it down the field with Todd Munkin, you know, the former offensive coordinator down in Georgia. So I think there's a little bit of acclimation that has to happen. The other thing I would point out is that Lamar Jackson did not have one single designed run in week one. And now you might look at that and say, well, you know, they want to preserve him a little bit because you, you don't want to be taking a whole lot of unnecessary hits. But Lamar Jackson's really good at avoiding those. I think some of this was, you know what, I don't think we're going to have to do that this week. Let's go ahead and, and focus on the passing game, focus on getting the base offense in. I think that once they start opening up the playbook and letting Lamar Jackson run a little bit more, I think that's when you might start seeing Lamar get more comfortable as a passer. Sometimes with these dynamic talents at quarterback, they need to run a little bit. Obviously, you want to win from the pocket. You want to be able to pass the ball. You don't want to get hit. But Lamar is, is a unique kind of player in this league, and I think once you start letting him get engaged in the game, be the hammer and not the nail back there, I think you're going to start seeing some better performances. Kyrie Thompson, the Believe in Ravens podcast, find it on the Believe Network. Um, all right, let's 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 talk about the defensive side. So Cincinnati plays Baltimore three times last year. The first time was before Roquan Smith joined the Ravens. The second time was that Week 17 game when – he had like a billion tackles. And I remember watching that going, I'm worried about him wreaking havoc in a playoff game. And obviously they play in the playoffs. He really didn't have a very good game in that playoff loss to the Bengals. So obviously first full off season, he and Patrick Queen are a terrific linebacker tandem. Give us an idea of the impact you expect from Roquan Smith this year. Well, I think you saw it a little bit in week one. Both Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen are tremendous blitzers. They are very, very difficult to handle when they're, when they're coming downhill after the quarterback. And they have such good instincts when a quarterback breaks the pocket, they can, and then they've got the speed to chase you down. And so you know, Joe Burrow is obviously a, a master at navigating pockets and, and making subtle moves to make you miss. And he's not necessarily someone who's going to run around in circles back there. But you know, if, he, if he steps up in a pocket or he steps around, he's going to have Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith bearing down on him most likely. And the other thing about Roquan Smith is he's a, he's a bit undersized, I think, for your traditional downhill thumping linebacker. Though he's, he's, got, he's got some underrated explosiveness to his game. What you really like from Roquan Smith is ability to recover that's, or, or to cover. That's something that he was very good at, even dating back to his college days in Georgia. So he's really more of the, the new age linebacker that, that could make things difficult in the passing game. If, you, if there's any one place that you feel like you could probably exploit him at is that if you run downhill right at him and, and try to take advantage that way. But then again, you got Patrick Queen and you have, a good safety group in particular. I mean, Marcus Williams is probably going to miss a little bit of time here, but you've still got Kyle Hamilton who, who can play anywhere and really do anything. So they have the, the ability, I think, to cover most, most people <laughs> that you want, uh, especially when they have Marlon Humphrey, whom they don't have. Now that could be somewhere that the Bengals could, could take advantage. Yeah, no question about that. Awesome stuff. They'll play again in November. I'm sure we'll bother you then, man. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, it's Mo Egger. The college basketball season is heating up, and there's no better place to watch every game than Long Neck Sports Grill. There are 4K TVs all over the place at each Long Neck's location, and at Long Neck's, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection 
and I say this often, if you haven't tried Long Necks Wings, what are you waiting for? No matter who your team is, you'll be able to watch them at Long Necks. Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Long Necks Sports Grill. This college basketball season, stay late, come often.